Well, hello, hello, everyone. It's me, Dave McMahon. Welcome to Unleashed. So glad you could be here with me this morning. Uh, David Green is a professional comedian, all-time funny guy, and awesome human being. And uh, he's going to be with, uh, with us uh, for the next 45 minutes to an hour, maybe two hours. <laughs> Mike London is here. He's the owner of Reptile Kingdom Canada. And I'm glad you boys are here with me on my Unleashed podcast. Uh, welcome to the podcast, David Green. Thanks, buddy. I'm excited to be here with you. It's been a while. Thanks, Dave. How's everything going? Good? It's going good. Enjoying the summer. Good, Enjoying good. The sunshine. Good, yeah. Um, you've been a comedian for a long time. We're going to talk about comedy. We're going to uh, kick around some different names of comics that I think are good, some that, some that I think suck. We'll get your opinion, Mike's opinion. So we'll talk comedy. I want you to educate us about different styles of comedy. Like I like observational uh, comedy when comedians are, you know, observational comedy because they don't follow politics and sports closely enough to really be sharp on that. So I kind of like a George Carlin old school observational comedy, yeah. haha, kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, but anyway, David, let's let's get the audience to find out a little bit more about yourself first, okay? So you were born where? Not in Niagara Falls, Ontario. No, I was born in Nottingham, England, under Robin Hood. Oh, very cool, very cool. And my mother, she was born in Leeds, England. Nice, yeah, not too far, the road. Yeah, yeah, so, um, and then so you came to Canada at what age? I, 13 originally. 13, like, uh, young teeny bopper? Yeah, I, I left England, I lived in Spain for a couple of years before that, so I moved I moved to Canada from Spain, so it was a bit of a, mm-hmm. even more of a culture shock from Canada to England, from living in the south of Spain to all of a sudden to Magog, Quebec, where I first landed, first emigrated to. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you're an only child? What's the score with you? Yeah, no, you've got I'm some one, siblings? I'm one of seven. One of seven? One of seven. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got the one traps. Wow, your parents liked. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just. They, want, they like that, you they know? Want, they wanted an orchestra and a choir, so they're singing. I'm lead tenor, I got a soprano with my little sister, and, yeah, you know. We got to around, do some yodeling. I can yodel, like, you know, I'm not going to yodel right now, but. Why not? I want to hear it. Let's do it now. You don't pay me, and I'll try that. You're gonna pay me the big one. No, no, no. The t- no. jokes, but yodeling—that's a whole other thing. So, um, like, when were you a quirky kid? Like, what, what were you like as a kid? Were you introverted, extroverted? When I was really young, um, like let's say when you were really young, like yeah. before you came to Canada, so before, yeah, before so you were thirteen. So there, like growing up, this, I lived in like Nottingham is the big city, but I lived in a small town called Rainworth, and the school I went to was tiny. There were I think sixty-two people in the entire school, so it was, yeah, so I, it was cool. I was like, like on the football t- soccer team, like. Uh, you know, top goal scorer on there. I was, uh, so you were always a sporty, sporty yeah, I was a sporty kid. guy. But I was like a brainy kid too. I was like a not like I was a smart kid. I was a lot smarter when I was younger than I am now. I don't know what happened to the brain cells over the years, but I was I was a bit of a gifted <laughs> child. So I always got I got put taken out of classes and given extra lessons with like different teachers and stuff. So like you that. got bored really fucking quick. No, not not bored. But I don't know. I like, I like to be challenged. You know, I like challenges. And you know, and so you did good in school. You got good marks. Yeah, yeah. When I when I was young, when I was younger, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, yeah, we moved around a bunch. Like, when, when I, once I moved to Canada, that was when I bounced around a bunch. So I went to, I went to five different high schools in five years. So, so Because your parents moved a lot? Yeah, me and my dad's job moved around. It was always like a contract job. So we'd go here, and then we'd move to a different school, and then we'd go to... What did the old man do? 
I was uh, international health insurance, so he'd set up like holy shit. He made good money. He made he made good scratch. He did all right for me. He did okay. Holy fuck! Had a good childhood. How about Mama? What did Mama do? She was looking after the seven children. She had her hands full. I guess. Hey, yeah, certified. She she was the you know conductor too. You know, with the big stick with the with the singing. Yeah, and certified uh, uh, homemaker because uh, that's a lot of work. All those kids. Yeah, I had I didn't realize about them, and now I've got two of my. And I run my oh my god, how the hell did she do all that? Now, how old are your kids? Mine are they both on next week they turn three and one, so they're, oh. they're two and zero right now. Yeah, they're about to turn three and one, two days apart. Yeah, and so, um, any other siblings uh, take a liking to entertainment? Any other siblings are are they musicians or comedians like yourself or no, stage actors? They're not in strippers, the, they're not in the industry. No, but they're, they're funny. We've got a very funny family, like my, my parents, my granddad's hilarious, like peculiar or haha. No, no, they're funny. <laughs> yeah, people say, yeah, they often joke that I'm probably one of the least funny people you know, in, in the family, but well, you get us together, we're a good bunch. Eh? We've got a good, good sense of humor, the Greens. <laughs> they're, they're all in much more financially secure industries than, <laughs> than I am. Are you, are you like the black child of the family? I'm the green child of the family. No, no. I grew up, when I was younger, maybe I was, uh, I was the bad boy when I was younger. When I, you know, because you have an unconventional occupation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always knew. I just, I just wanted to be my own boss. I knew that, like for the longest time, I didn't know what I wanted to be. It wasn't until I was like 21, 22, and I was like, okay, I'll try. Try to understand. I just knew I didn't want to have a boss. I just knew I didn't want to work for somebody. I didn't want to do nine to five. I didn't want yeah. to have a boss. I didn't want to be told. I wanted to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. That's, and then eventually fell, found stand up and fell in love with it. Yeah, I mean, you're an entrepreneur as well. Mm-hmm. You're a performer. You're an entrepreneur, and, yeah. and you're very good at it. You are one funny motherfucker. I've seen you on stage numerous times, and you've always made me laugh my balls off. <laughs> now, Mike London, have you ever seen him on stage in person? As of yet, never in person. You but gotta, you gotta get out and see him in person. He's witty, I tell you, he's witty. Yeah, those extra classes came in handy. Paid <laughs> yeah, <I> for. <laughs> Now, uh, any any other hobbies that you had other than sports when you were a little kid? Like, to me, you, you look like the kind of kid, and I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but you look like the kind of kid that would have collected stamps or something like that. Uh, no, no, I was a postcard, <laughs> postcards I like to collect, not a stamp collector. No, but I don't know, I was, I don't know, I like... Sport, I always, until I, I always wanted to be a footballer, a soccer player. I was like, that's what I'm going to be, I'm going to be a soccer player. And I was, I was good, I wasn't good enough to do that. I didn't realize that until I was a little bit older, but... Uh, I, yeah, I really, yeah, I like movies and films, I'm big into movies. Even now, I'd love to... Well, we've made a couple of short films that I've wrote and directed with other people, Levi Mann, and... And, yeah, I want to get into that more as well, in the acting, but... Yeah, an artist, definitely an artist. Oh, you are an artist, and you are so creative. So you come to Canada, mm-hmm. right? And so, what did you do? What did you do? You came to Canada. You went to a few high schools, as you said. Did you ever go to college or university or anything I like went that? To, so it was like interesting, <clears throat> like because I was in grade eleven in Ontario, and back then the I don't know if you still they go to grade twelve, but then like a month before the end of the year, we moved to Quebec, and then all of a sudden I went from having one more year and then to graduating in in a month's time. So I go to grade 11, and then because I don't have grade 12 English and grade 12 math, I can't get into university or college unless I have. So I had to take, so even though I had all like the, some courses are worth like four credits, some were worth six. So I had to take all the six credit courses to get enough credits. And then I still didn't have enough to graduate in grade 11 to get the grade. That's fine. So, so they gave, they said I could, they gave me the physics book. They're like, here is physics. 
It's worth six credits. You can, if you learn this in a month and just take, we'll let you take the exam. You can't be in the class because there's not enough time for you. So I learned everything by myself at home and then took the exam and passed. And so I was able to graduate. So and then I went to John Abbott College in Montreal where I took business administration. Um, I was like, you know, accounting, finance, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Again, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to have my own business at some point. So I'm like, I'll do that for now. And I was doing that. I had, I, had a, I had the highest average in the whole college. I had a 94% average after the first year. But then... My You're family, a brainiac, I'm telling you. When I put my mind to it. But then my, then my family moved to BC, though. And back then, this is before I was a permanent resident. So I couldn't... I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to stay. I had to be with my parents, otherwise I wasn't allowed in the country. They'd have to deport me, you know, back to England, back to Robin Hood. Yeah. So I had to go back to BC. I had to go to BC, and then when I went to BC, I had to go, and I didn't have the grade twelve English and grade twelve math, so I couldn't get into university again. So it went from being like the top of my class in college. I mean, I had to, I had to literally go back to adult education to go back and get my grade twelve math and my grade twelve English. But from there, that's where I learned. That's why I started skipping class because I didn't enjoy it. I'm like, this is stupid. And I started going to the library in Victoria and I learned, got all these books about stand-up comedy and learning all about stand-up. And that, that was the first first step into, okay, learning about the yeah. industry and getting into it. Yeah, so you, you like, uh, prior to, the, to to college, you know, did you think about becoming a comedian as a, as a youth, as a child? Not at all. Not, so not it, it hadn't point, really dawned on you? It crossed my mind to be a stand-up comedian. Did you like making jokes? I did like, yeah, yeah, I like, I think when I was in high school, last year of high school, one vivid memory I have is in class, like a teacher said something and one of the kids in class made a comment. I can't remember what the comment was, I just know it was hilarious and the whole class cracked up laughing. It was like, I was like, oh, that's, that's a good thing. I want to be like that, that, that I enjoy, that I enjoy, and that memory sticks with me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, how long have you been doing comedy for now? So, I st- first time I stepped on stage when I was 21. And then I didn't do it for because there wasn't really places to do it around Niagara back then. It's not like it is now with this comedy shows all over. Yeah, it was literally I had to, um, there was one show and they did it like once every three months they'd have an open mic. So and then so the first couple of years I didn't really do it and then from twenty three onwards I've been doing it. Yeah, and how old are you now? Uh, Thirty seven. Holy shit! Yeah, so a while. You only look thirty six. <laughs> you got any questions for him, Mike? Because well, I've got lots. Have you ever heard? Uh, we, we got one uh, stand-up co- comedian, I believe, in the reptile world there, Adam Wickens. Adam Wickens, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam's, Adam's awesome. Well, that's cool. Adam's a cool guy. Yeah, Wickens, uh, Wicked Reptiles. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's Wild. Right. That's what were wild. some of uh, your influences in the, in the comedy world? Uh, when I first, again, so when I first, when I was going to the library and checking off all the, this is when I discovered George Carlin for the first time. And like George Carlin and Stephen Wright, and I, I, never, oh, I, did, I didn't even see them. Love I, them I, both. Love them both. I didn't see them. I didn't hear them. All I read, I, I read them. I read their books and I read the jokes on the internet. And I found it was the written, the, how they were written, the word and not that. And it wasn't until years later, when I, a couple of years later, I heard Stephen Wright and how he delivered the first time. I was like, whoa. And, um, <laughs> Stephen Wright, you, when, did you King of the him? one-liners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see him when he was in St. Catharines? I saw him when he was ago? at Brock Center for the Arts, which is called something else yeah. now. Right, I forget so, what the fuck they call that hall now. You probably so remember. I, I, He's great. I wrote to Stephen Wright because he was performing at the Performing Arts Center. Thank I you. Said, Can I come perform for you? Can I open for you? And I didn't hear anything back. So I bought tickets. I went to the show, and then I'm watching the show, and it's all good. But then my wife, who wasn't wasn't my wife, we were just starting out dating at the time, was down the street at the 
Meridian Center watching the Ice Dogs. Yeah. And just something, I'm like, I, I should be there, right? I, I should go there. And I, I left. I left Stephen Wright and I went to go see my wife instead. And I there was an extra seat next to her and I went there. And now we're happily married, have two kids. So best decision I ever made. And then I come, like a week later, I go, I check my, back when Facebook used to have the other inbox and you, you don't see about, you know, what is all these messages that I'm not seeing? Yeah. And I see Stephen Wright did reply to me and said, they invited me, come back to the stage, hang out with him and everything. I'm like, <laughs> oh, if I'd seen that message, I probably wouldn't be married right now. If I would have been hanging out with Stephen Wright instead. <laughs> <laughs> But Stephen Wright, he's brilliant, he's quick, and he keeps it short. So if anyone has a short attention span, like myself, he's excellent. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because king of the one-liners, you don't have to listen to a big, long fucking story, yeah. you know, and you lose interest with some of these comics rattle on and on. I'm like, fuck, I've already had a hundred thoughts go through my head <laughs> about shit I got to do later. Yeah. I've lost interest in your talking. Stephen Wright, brilliant. And, of course, Carlin was my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not surprised you like both those guys. Yeah. Stephen's still kicking. Poor George passed away a number of years ago. Yeah. Have you read his book, The Last Words, his autobiography? No. Yeah, it's really good. I'll lend it to you. I have it at home. It's really, really, really good read. Please do. Mm-hmm. Please do. And so um, we're going to we're gonna jump all over the map, okay? Uh, before we started the podcast today, uh, you were talking to me about hot dogs. Yes. Okay, and... and uh, I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of hot dogs as well, right? And and I know they're probably not good for you. I eat them in moderation. You know, I uh, I, I I make them steamed. I do steamed hot dogs with white onion and uh, and mustard. You know, and I also fry them on my uh, 36 inch Blackstone grill, and my wife makes a chili sauce that goes on them. But you told me something that can kick my hot dog stories like out of the ballpark. So let, let's talk about your interest in hot dogs. So I'll be honest with you, I've not, I wasn't a huge hot dog aficionado, but I just, <laughs> I just got back from Iceland, the best vacation ever, first vacation with the kids and the wife. And their <laughs> national food is the Icelandic hot dog. The Icelandic, I wrote it down here, it's called uh, Bejarin Betsu Pilsu. Pilsu is what they call a hot dog over there. And it's <laughs> everybody eats, there's a famous hot dog stand downtown in the harbour in Reykjavik. Uh, Bill Clinton's been there, Metallica have been there, the Kardashians have been there. And every, every time you go, there's a lineup of people trying to get these hot dogs. And you got to order one with everything. Is what what it's called? One with get one with everything. Okay, now what is one with everything? So there? first of all, the hot dog that they make. So there's more, in Iceland. There's more sheep than people. So there's sheep everywhere. You're so there's kidding a lot of, me. There's a lot of lamb in the in the, in the sheep. When you just drive around Iceland, there's just sheep are roaming around. Like random everywhere. fucking sheep there's everywhere. Sheep just like here in Niagara Falls, we've got <laughs> uh, Canadian geese shitting all over the place. Yeah, no, there's sheep over there, but they're a lot, lot, lot more friendly over the sheep. <laughs> so there's a lot of lamb in the hot dog. It's like a lamb, beef, and pork mixed. And then one with everything, so it's got raw onion on the bottom, and then this small little crispy fried onions. And the crispy onions is what make it, they're so good. Um, And then some sweet mustard, some ketchup, the hot dog on top, and then drizzled on top is this like fancy remoulade stuff. I don't don't know, it's like a, I I saw the ingredients, I can't remember exactly what's in it, but I I bought like three little containers of it home. Yes, and you brought it home. That's the special sauce that goes on top of the hot dog. And it's, it's so good. It's the best hot dog I've ever done. I had like seven of them while I was down there. And the, the taste... But not all at once. No, 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 no. The taste lingers with you afterwards. It's, oh, it's, they're good. They're addictive. And so it's just on a nice, fresh, soft bun. Because it's a soft bun. They, I hope so. I hope they, it was yeah, a soft they, bun. They heat the bun a little bit. 
the heat and also toast it or heat it. No, they they it's like they warm it. So it's okay, like, yeah, they steam the bun. Oh, steamed, steamed is the best. And they the they boiled the dogs, but they put a little bit of beer, so a little Icelandic beer in the water too, as well, to give it a little. little you know, <laughs> je ne sais quoi. And they're good. Very very tasty. Do recommend. Very much recommend. Oh, I would love to get my paws on some of that for sure. It, it sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Got the fried crispy onions. I, I've, I've made them twice already since I got back. <laughs> so it's better than any uh, street meat hot dog cart you could get here in Ontario. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, best hot dog I've ever had, for, by for, for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. although the controversially, the one they say is the most the best hot dog in town, the one that's downtown, the famous one. I preferred personally the one that is by the big church. The, f- the very first one I had there, the big. I thought it was that place. I'm like, that must be the place. And I was it. Like, I was knocking on his window. He opened at eleven. I was there at ten fifty-five. I'm like, come on, I want this hot dog. Open up already. You were Jonesing for yeah, one. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the Viking, hot, the Viking hot dog next to the big church up at the main square in Reykjavik. That was my. That that was uh, personally. I think it was better than the more famous ones down in the harbour. It's always that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same way when I was out east with lobster. It was uh, the, the motel that I was staying at made better lobster dinner than the famous place that everybody was stopping yeah, yeah. at, you know? Yeah, but they got a better hype machine, better marketing that's down right, at the other one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all marketing these days. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's terrific. I'm sure they're selling hot dogs like, like hotcakes over there, like yeah. just one after the other. Just like we... Uh, like in Port Dover, they have the footlong hot dog, right? Yeah. Don't know if you've ever been to the Arbor in Port Dover. No. 21 different kinds of toppings that you can put on your hot dog, which is really nice. Yeah. And, uh, but this sounds like a way better hot dog for sure. I could talk food all day. Yeah. Let's, let's talk food all day. What other foods do you like? Uh, well, in Reykjavik too, they had, because we were walking around the town when we first arrived, and there was this, co- a lot of the buildings have like colorful artwork and designed all on them. There's like this- graffiti or not graffiti? No, not, not graffiti, just like. You know, they've just, hired an artist to come, and it's just okay. awesome. And, and it's not even open, and there's a line of, like, 20 people outside the building. I'm like, what is this place? Like, what is it? And I'm like, go check it out, and it's a bakery. And it's the the best, again, the best cinnamon bun I've had. A cinnamon roll thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just melting your mouth. Oh. So, yeah, we went back again the other day. Uh, twice we went back there. It's so oh, good. sounds good. I can't remember what the place is called, because you'll just smell for it and look around, look for the long line of people. Because even when it was open late, there was still a lineup out the door of people going into the bakery. Yeah, yeah. And so what about pretzels? You get any pretzels off the street? Like not off the ground, but off the pretzel carts, no? No, not not over there now as well. But they had had some Icelandic meat soup, which is pretty good. Yeah. That's traditional. I I was hunting for that for a while, so. But yeah, it's expensive over there. But the hot hot dogs are pretty cheap, everything else. If you go into restaurants, it's pretty pricey. But we did a lot of, because we were moving around a lot and driving, we just went to the supermarkets and we stayed at Airbnb. We just cooked for ourselves and yeah. So it's cheaper that way. Yeah, yeah. And so you did a little bit of drinking. Mm. Yeah. A little bit. I tried some of some of the Icelandic beers, which it's cool too. They have when you go to the beer store, uh, the Vinbuden, as they call it. You can literally like the price. Like visit a two four on the counter. It doesn't show you the price of a two four. It shows the price of an individual beer, and so it's just that times twenty four. And then people, you want one beer, you just rip open the the, the cart yourself, the container, and you just take out the beer. Thing. Yeah, so like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. No system. price discount or a quantity discount. I mean, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's <coughs> one, yeah. One or the same price for twenty-four more of them. Yeah, but they're the cool, a bunch of cool. I like the gold gold beer is the most gold beer. Gold G U L L. Gold gold. Yeah, 
I just thought you were saying gold with yeah, an accent. Yeah, yeah. You see the gold? Gold. Yeah, the gold. gold. It was pretty tasty. It was pretty tasty. I enjoyed, enjoyed a few of them. Yeah. Now, do you smoke weed, David? No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Not since last week. No. <laughs> I just want to know if you tried. Though. Did you try their weed down there? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see any. Okay. You don't do it like no that. more I anyway. I don't think they're a big. But alcohol wasn't even legal till 1989. Like it's only since the tourists have started coming in, they've started having alcohol more, and it's not like there's no you're not seeing needles on the floor, you're not seeing people. It's a very, you know, the different culture over there. And they're an island in the middle of the ocean, like out and by yeah. So it's a whole different way of life over there. Yeah. So you would go back? I, I would love to go back. I would love to. Yeah, it was cool. I yeah. saw some pictures on Facebook because you and I are Facebook friends. Yeah. You should be for Facebook friends with Mike over here. Should, because should. We, we got the last name in common, so there we go. <laughs> got London, I'm from London, so. <laughs> More French than anyone <clears throat> yeah. the last name London. Yeah. Do you barbecue? Are you a man that gets on the grill and I, does I, this I thing? Barbecue. I need to clean my barbecue. I got a, my kid's birthday party this weekend. I was looking at oh, I need a barbecue. need to clean that. But yeah, I barbecue at least once a week usually. Some burgers, some hot dogs, some chicken wrapped in bacon with some cheap barbecue sauce and cheese on oh, top. Oh, orgasmic. <laughs> now listen, I hire a company called the Barbecue Boys. The barbecueboys.ca or the barbecueboys.com. They come to your house and they are barbecue cleaning technicians. So uh, I, I hired them. It cost me like 240 bucks to clean my barbecue. And, and they made it like brand new. Nice. And they, they buffed the inside. They took everything apart. Oh, incredible. Now, some people don't pay that much money for a barbecue. Right, no, I, 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 have a, I don't know. I oh, one more. Mike, I got to halt you. I got to halt you, okay? Because this is really fucking funny. I got to say it. So the technician comes to clean the barbecue, right? So he starts cleaning the barbecue, right? About five minutes later, he goes into my washroom, okay, downstairs at the house. Hangs his shit in the washroom. <laughs> Stinks. I can smell it upstairs as I'm cooking a fucking omelet. And he was down there for about 45 minutes. Jesus. And I, th- and I said to him, are you charging me by the hour? He, said, he yells up. He says, no, by the job. He says, don't worry, I'll be out soon. You know what I mean? The guy come and took a dump in my house. But he did a really great job cleaning the barbecue. So uh, a shout out to the barbecue boys. All right. So sorry, Mike. I'm sure he'll appreciate Hopefully you retained where you were before I rudely interrupted you. Well, my, my barbecue before the one that I have now, I... You know, I gotta admit, I never really cleaned it. I actually used it so much to the point that those those metal guards that protect the flame from coming up too much and burning your food were were pretty much uh, disintegrated. Yeah. And it was just a flame broiler, you know. And, and honestly, I, I I actually miss it now because my new barbecue, you know, it's just not like that. And I I just thought that uh, you can get a really nice uh, really nice uh, browning on a steak, you know with uh with that type of style but i've never really cleaned my my grill other than just the top of it you know yeah and you mean the outside of it or the actual grill you're supposed to clean the grill <laughs> yeah i clean the grill and that's about it i let the rain clean the rest of it i don't even put the cover on holy yeah, fuck that's so uh, weird couple years i put it out on the boulevard for somebody to take for scrap metal <laughs> <laughs> this guy can do stand-up comedy <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, uh, People post shit on Facebook 
uh, dumb shit, but they post pictures of food that they're cooking, and right away my eyes go to the grill, and and they they're, they're posting pictures with a dirty fucking grill. You can tell they haven't cleaned that fucking grill in over a year. It's disgusting. You know what I mean? Those aren't grill marks; those are fucking dirt marks. But uh, but anyway, uh, I want to ask uh, David Green, uh, who is our subject today, oh <laughs> some very personal questions. I, as I said, I want to bounce all over the map uh um, david uh, and these are really personal questions if you don't want to answer you know by all means you can say next but this is dave mcmahon unleashed so uh you know it's a different dave mcmahon that does the dog talk show on 610 cktb obviously okay david uh personal question number one when you eat hot peppers does it sting your bum bum on the way out I would guess no, because you're still pretty young. Uh, yeah, I've not had that experience as of yet. Like when I eat uh, hot peppers, you know, uh, it's the seeds that, that bother me. And if you haven't taken the seeds out, it really stings my bum bum on the way out. Okay, that's enough about the, that's me. That's not the first question I was expecting right there. I know what to expect, yeah. but it definitely wasn't there. Dave throws some Another really personal question. You getting jalapeno business right now? It doesn't work when you say for me. You, 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 would have the word for you, but not me. And people have fun with that word, don't they? The jalapeno, like they yeah. call it jalapenos. Jalapenos. All right, here's another very personal question. And uh, have you ever had a man want to sleep with you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about He's, that. Possibly. But okay. I am, I am. I'm pretty charming. You are pretty charming, so I could see that there are some guys out there that I've, would... I've never been propositioned, let's put it that way, but there's, whether they there's, want to, I don't know. Guaranteed, I'm there's... I'm sure they're out there. Men are pretty slutty. Yeah, I'm sure there's guys out there that, you know, they would want to sleep with you. Okay, now here's another question, a very personal question. Have you ever had a condom slip off in the middle of rough sex? I was up all night thinking of these questions. Uh, I've not had a slip off. I've, I've had a couple of breakages and a couple of scares, a couple of accidents yeah Yeah. okay have you ever worn two condoms (laughs) and i asked you already earlier kind of slipped out um about did you smoke weed i was just curious i have done you have done it you talked about that now what other drugs have you taken have you have you taken any good cocaine Uh, like good coke that doesn't have much cutting i went to to amsterdam when i was a young boy okay i did did some magic mushrooms while i was there that was a that was a pretty fun experience yeah very giggly very giggly yeah yeah, and have you ever visited the the mushroom trip again, the euphoric mushroom no, trip? No, no, no. I, I know, like, same as like acid and all those, you know, hallucinogenic. I know how my brain is. I just, I'd have a panic attack. I'd, my brain would go crazy. I'd start thinking something. And I'd, ah, and I'd, I wouldn't be able to handle myself. Prior to being married or while you were married, have you ever had a threesome? <laughs> you can say next. <laughs> you can say next if you don't like the question. I, I, I have not. I have not. Have as a youth or an adult, have you ever been disrespectful and told your parents to fuck off? Uh, I don't know if I've I've been disrespectful wherever I use those words. Is I, I cannot remember. Possibly, possibly, but I know I've been disrespectful. I know that. I mean, how else would you say "fuck off" if if you're from England? Is there a different slang or a different uh, maybe word? I call him a silly wanker or a, or say bollocks to you. I don't know. Bollocks to you. <laughs> yeah, I like the wanker. <laughs> you got any personal questions for David Green, Mike? Oh, jeez, I don't know, Dave. That's hard to compete with. Yours there. 
<laughs> Where, where's the, uh, I mean, it's not very personal, but where's uh, your favorite place that you've ever performed? Uh, Good, bring it back to normality. <laughs> favorite place? Uh, coolest, but I'd probably, I performed on vacant, last vacation we took before Iceland, I went to Croatia and Montenegro, and there was an old emperor's palace, Diocletian's palace in split Croatia. And we were inside the palace, in Emperor's Palace, in a courtyard underneath orange trees, and there were like a hundred people and everything. It was oh, so cool. So I did it. I just we got there, and I just we we're walking down the street, and there was a sign: "Stand up comedy in English tonight." And I'm like, okay. I went there, and I'm like, hey, I'm a comedian. Can I do a spot? And they gave me five minutes to perform. And they're like, can you come back again in two days? And I'm like, sure, I'm still here. And I came back and did it again. So that was, that was probably the coolest, most unique place I've performed. Now, how old were you when you actually got paid? to do your stand-up comedy because you did it for free for a long time and for the love of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody starts that way. I don't know how the industry works, but do you remember how long... I do. I still have the... You like, still... I still have... I got a first paid... First time I ever got paid to tell jokes it was at a weed lounge and back when they were illegal and sneaking. You can tell anybody. It was a place called Melon Heads in Hamilton. Uh, Dan... <laughs> Dan Peters booked me and I got paid $10. I told seven minutes of Joe, so you give wow. me a ten dollar bill. I still have the ten dollar bill. Have you ever been back to perform since? I've, many, I've done Weed Lounge many times. We used to, but my, that's that's no, specific. No, that, I've been, I think that because your price has gone up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price has gone up. It's a hundred bucks now, not ten bucks. <laughs> Fuck. Is there a lot of difference between performing for uh, potheads as opposed to people drinking? Oh, yeah, big time. There's different, like, the reaction is different. Delayed reaction from the audience. They're not as boisterous and loud, but they, they appreciate it. And, and a lot of times, a lot of them, um, especially before, it, like, there's not so many now that it's legalized, but before it was, when it was illegal and you can't do it, like, they, uh, weed lounges paid a lot better than regular wow. regular venues like the Brampton Brantford Hamilton Toronto like all over the place I've been performing and you know the crowds are there they enjoy it they go in you know it's good times you've shared the stage with some pretty uh, incredible comics and pretty incredible performers yeah I'd love to know uh, some of those yeah, yeah uh, so I've opened I get uh, well, I'm working with Sean Cullen next Saturday. I'm excited. He's a really, uh, really funny dude. Um, yeah, where are you going? What's going on? Tell us about next Saturday. Uh, this is the Meridian Community Center in Font Hill. Yeah. Uh, nice. In Pelham, the comedy night in Pelham that we do. Uh, so we're doing that. We do every three or four months we put on a show there. So we're there next Saturday. I did uh, with Alonzo Bowden, who's pretty big down in the States. And he was, um, we performed at the, back when it was called the Scotiabank Center. Yep. Down there. And that was the first time I was on a big billboard. I had my face on the billboard outside. That was, nice. that was pretty cool. Uh, who else? I, I saw that picture on Facebook. I thought, look at him. He's got his face on a billboard. Yeah, yeah. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Now you had your Jamie picture. Kennedy performed with it, yeah, from a Jamie Kennedy experiment. Yes, on him not too many years ago. There's other people too. I'm trying to think. There's a lot that you put. Yeah. Now you had your picture on Facebook with uh, Tom Green. Yes, and no relation. Maybe way no, down no, the road. No, no, no. But I'm a, I'm a Tom Green fan. Yeah. I'm, no, a da- we, I'm a David. We, I'm a David Green we, fan. We smoked a joint together, me and Tom Green. That was when we all smoking the weed. We, yeah. You were toking a joint with him yeah, back Tom when you weed. were a toker. Yep. No, it was. Cool. It was uh, on. He was performing. It was a cool night too. There were five co- different comedy shows in St. Catharines that one, or in Niagara that one night. Yeah. And Tom Green was down here. I was performing just down the street. There was another show down here, and there were two in Niagara Falls. 
and just compared to like when I was first starting out, there was no there was one comedy club and nowhere for amateurs and new comics to get out. And the fact that it's grown, so there's all these shows all over, and to have five pro shows on one night, it's just awesome to see how comedy's grown here. Yeah, yeah and uh, and Tom Green is uh, going around in a van doing podcasts and recording shit. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And I yeah, heard some of his, his stuff. Best life. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, funnier than fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen him a couple times, Tom. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, still, I'm still working away and trying to get into it. One day we'll, do, we'll bring him down to Niagara again and do a show together. Do you think the Trailer Park, trailer park Boys are funny as a stage show, like as a stand-up show? Um, I've not seen their do stand-up. No, I did. I opened for Randy. Because there was M- Mr. Leahy and Randy when Mr. Leahy yeah. was alive. Yeah. Him and Randy were touring for a while. Yeah. I saw him in Niagara Falls at the, uh, the uh, comedy club, yeah, yeah, House I of Comedy. Them afterwards, after we went to D- DJs, but now that was the thing. We all were reading tambours yeah. together upstairs. Yeah. yeah. That's a different kind of show. That is, <laughs> they're very boisterous. I've not seen the the main, the Julian and Bubbles and uh, Ricky. I, I saw I saw them in Comic Con a couple of weeks ago. They were. They were a big hit over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you, do you think they're they're bright as as stand up? Oh, yeah, they're very funny. comics. Yeah. I wouldn't call it stand up comedy, but it's they're entertainers and they're comedic and they know how to work a crowd. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, educate us, David. Uh, I've earlier I mentioned that I like the style of comedy that is observational, much like the great George Carlin did in his deliverance of comedy and kept us laughing and still does when people go to uh, so many platforms to to watch his old uh, videos. Um, and and I, I have such an appreciation for that widespread observational style of comedy. T- tell our audience about the different types of comedy. You know, in your own. Kind of, you know, way if you could. Well, there's all, all kinds. I mean, of there's it. slapstick, there's observational, yeah, there's slapstick, there's observational. What other, what other types? Play, you've got shock humor, you've got political humor. Um, yeah, it's just different. What would you call someone like Burt Kreischer who does like it's almost like storytelling? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, storytelling. Yeah, Story- yeah storytelling. Right. I don't find him funny. My son-in-law and my daughter wanted to go see Burt. I paid for a fucking limousine. This was uh, this was last year. I don't find him funny. They love him. My wife doesn't find him funny, but my my thirty year old daughter and her husband do, and uh, so I pay for a limousine. We go to Toronto, and and I'm in this little tiny seat meant for skinny people. So the the venue was very uncomfortable, uh, and he's going on and on with his stories. I I tried to concentrate and tried to surrender my mind to him and get into it. I just didn't find him funny, but. I've seen a couple of Bert's uh, Netflix specials where I was killing myself laughing, and that was quite a bit different. Uh, mm-hmm. this, you know, yeah, what I'm he a fan did. of his, the podcast too with him and the Two Bears One Cave. I'm going to have to listen yeah. to his podcast. Uh-huh. Same like Theo Von. I prefer Theo Von's podcast. Uh, hey, I don't even hit listen to his podcast just from t- clips on TikTok. Just when Theo Von comes on, his ramblings he does. Uh, he's coming to Niagara Falls too uh, next year or this or later. This year, or, yeah, sometime soon. But I, I didn't get a ticket, so I, I saw the tickets before they even announced it. I saw tickets were available, and I messaged my friend, let's get some people together, and then it was the next day, and they'd already like quadrupled in price. I'm like, I'm not paying 200 and something dollars to go see it. Who would you be most excited to uh, see a, like a Netflix special come out? Like, uh, I, I, There's so many comedians. On not there. Amy Schumer, not Amy Schumer. Have you seen her recent Netflix comedy yeah, special? I, no. Not funny at all. <laughs> Fuck. It's amazing. I could watch one and not crack a smile through half of it, and I just turn it off, and then I'll watch another one, and I'm just dying laughing. I guess it's just everybody prefers yeah. a different style of comedy. Right, if I had to pick one person to a Netflix special, I'd say Jeff Leeson, who's a Canadian comedian. Give us your top five, if you don't mind, if you can use that. 
Top five? Uh, God, it's a homework shit. assignment. Okay, <laughs> Jeff Leeson. Jeff Leeson. Here, you want a toke? You'll remember it better. Levi Mann, number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sap yeah. Powers, number three. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Stroop, number four. And Adam Wickens, number five. That's who I'd like to see. Oh, cool. How's your one buddy, the comic that lost a lot of weight? Such a nice guy. Jeff, Jeff Stroop, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah Jeff yeah. Stroop. Yeah, yeah. God, I, forget, I know his name. I just slipped my yeah. mind. But um, he lost a lot of weight walking. Yeah, yeah. He just walks around the Seaway Mall, round and round and round. Round and round and round. Yeah, he's, he's part of the attraction now. We're like, come to Seaway Mall. We've got Sobeys. <laughs> the incredible walking Jeff. Yeah, shout out to Jeff. Yeah. What an awesome human being yeah, he is. Legend, yeah. And also your buddy Levi. He's, yeah, he's Levi, a cool yeah. guy as well. Yeah, taps every Tuesday. Taps, taps, and laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to meet up later. We're going to play some Frisbee today. Aw- awesome guy. Um, I just want to throw some other uh, comic names out there and just get your opinion on them. Uh, wh- wh- what do you think of Dave Chappelle? What do you think of his style of Good comedy? Uh, I like Thank it. you, I- Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's very talented. I think he's, yeah, he's good at what he does. Um, I enjoy his specials. I, um, one thing, like the last, I, I'm not a huge fan, I uh, think, of like the... Oh no! Say arrogance. This is how he was talking. How he refers to himself as the greatest of all time. And I'm like, even if you are the greatest, don't be going around saying you're the greatest of all time. That that. Yeah, he wants to point out that he's the goat. He really wants to point out that he's the goat. That that was a little off-putting. Yeah. To be honest, I I don't saw a bit, a few clips. I don't watch much Netflix. I will. I watch. I watch Star Trek. That's pretty much all I watch. On I watch Star Trek and Paw Patrol and PJ Masks as well. Holy fuck! All nerdy, all nerdy shit to watch. <laughs> now, uh, Eddie Murphy. Do you think that he was a, a great comic when you look back? Uh, uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, how he was. You know, he took over the world. He was um, all the rage. Everything again. I don't think I've seen much. I don't think I've seen the full specials. And I, I don't watch stuff. Have you seen Delirious? I don't think Why I did I say I, God I rest your soul? Today, he's, still he's, still yeah. he's still alive. He's still alive. I, I fucked like, that yeah. right up. I was like, I don't read the news. I didn't see that, but maybe he's dead. I don't know. Sorry, Eddie's still alive. Why did I say that? And also, Joan Rivers, that was one funny slut, I'll tell you. She was one hilarious slut, her. Oh, fuck. Oh, she was funny. She was funny, I thought. Were you a Joan Rivers fan? You ever listen to her old shit? Uh, not a stand-up, no. I just it's a red carpet stuff and stuff okay. she was doing, but yeah. Yeah, she was hilarious. How do you feel about some of like the real raunchy comics like uh, Lisa Lampanelli? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the dirty. T- yeah, Lisa. Lam- I, again, I don't really know Lisa Lam- but I know about reputation. But... I've ever seen. Yeah, I, like I just seen a special, and I was like, wow, I've never seen anything quite like that. Just ripping the potty mouth on that bitch. Yeah. They, 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 she rips the crowd apart one by one, and by the end of it, everybody's just. But like, there's a market for yeah, that. Yeah, people enjoy it. You know, there's you a market. It's hardcore crowd, yeah. comedy, man. Yeah. Same as like Mike, like my style of humor. A lot of people hate my style of humor. Like get so angry when I you know do puns or wordplay jokes, and they're just angus people rather than like. There's people out there who enjoy it, so I'm like, you just gotta find your crowd. What did you think of the great Richard Pryor? Were you a fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, a huge respect for Richard Pryor. Again, not seen too much of his material. Again, I'm like the worst. I gotta do more research into the industry of stand-up comedy. I've got this. I, I watch, you know, I'm. Um, yeah, the stuff I've seen, I enjoy, and just Bill more, Cosby. With the respect of what he did for the industry, and you know, doors people. Bill Cosby. Bill, Bill Cosby. He was one. Again, he was from reading his books. That when I first got into stand-up, it was all reading. Going to the library, reading the books, and 
I remember one moment he was a book I was reading and I was in tears laughing like literally tears streaming down my face I was laughing so much about going skiing and the guy he's, he's sweating in the, in, his, in the outfit he's got on and he gets out and all of the sweat freezes and his face is frozen and he starts talking German and I don't know but I know, he's, he's nobody's hero anymore, that's for sure. I'm a big fan, no, he's no one's humor, he's no one's humor or no one's hero, like you just said. You know, he turned out to be quite a dick, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan one of... way to put it, Dave. I, I'm a fan of Tom Segura. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and I've seen all of Tom Segura's uh, Netflix comedy specials. You've seen the latest... Yes. Sledgehammer. Yeah, Sledgehammer, yeah. I think Tom is very, very, very clever. I like how he delivers. Uh, but I've seen some other Netflix series, uh, Netflix stand-up comedy that he's done <clears throat> prior to Sledgehammer, and I thought it was um, phenomenal. How do we feel about Bill Burr? Uh, I, I, yeah. I Never mind looking I saw, at me. I saw him perform <laughs> in Toronto a couple of years ago. He was funny. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan, I think, but... And I, I'm a fan of like Mark Normand, uh, I'm enjoying right now, and uh, uh, Brian Regan. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Now, do you like Joe Rogan's stand-up comedy? I mean, there's people out there that go, he's a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm a fan of his podcast, but I'm not really a fan of his stand-up comedy as to what I've seen so far on Netflix. Yeah. Again, I've, yeah, I've not seen any of his specials. I've just seen <clears throat> clips here and yeah. there. But I am a fan of his podcast. Yeah, Joe Rogan, he's a- of course, very interesting. Yeah, interesting stuff that he throws out there. Yeah, um, David. Now is the time of uh, the podcast where I've got to ask you to uh, to perform a bit, and if you could please start by launching some really short, short jokes, stuff that's easy to remember, high impact. Uh, they can be corny. No, I don't really give a fuck, but okay. just some short... Just one-liners? Just one-liners. One-liners, okay. okay. so put on your thinking cap here. Have a toke of this so uh, yeah. you don't smoke. Oh, I can no do more. one line. I can do one-liners. Okay, okay. Let, let's let's hear some. Uh, just found a lump in my throat. I was all worried. I thought I had a tumor. Turns out I just swallowed a bingo ball. Thankfully, it's B9. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean Dave laughed. He said that joke, B4. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear about the farmer that got arrested for stealing all the hay? Who's no. Released, who's released on bail. There you go. There's another good one. Holy shit. That's perfect. Did you hear what happened to the head of the Fruit Farmers Association when he showed up drunk at the Plum Festival? No. He was impeached for being impaired. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven later. I'm going to get a Slurpee. I'm going to put some vodka in it because it's delicious. But don't add too much because if you put too much vodka in your Slurpee, pretty much soon you start to slur and pee. <laughs> my brother, I'm glad you like his jokes. And my brother hates my jokes. He hates my jokes, and he hates it when I tamper with his red wine. So when he wasn't looking, I added some oranges and Sprite. Now he's sangrier than ever, Dave. Sang- sangrier than ever. He's sangrier than ever that you did. You fucked with his wine. Yeah. I love it. You know what a ninja's favorite wine is? No. Pinot Noir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just gonna stop because I'll just go. And a gay days. dinosaur. Tell me about that one. The one no, that's not my joke. That's not my okay. joke. Okay. Well, you don't have to claim it to be yours, but I thought it was funny. Oh, God. You got any others that you want to share with us before we kick you the fuck out of here? Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you want to, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But I'm, I'm just here to hang out. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight, tonight at 6 p.m.? Tonight? Oh, to, oh no. The, the trivia got rescheduled for this month's trivia, the exchange. So Who rescheduled it? The owners? Yeah, yeah. I found out yesterday. Um, but I'm going to be some. I'm going to open my evening up to be at Camp Cataract, just down the street on Queen Street here. Joel Van Vliet I'm, hosts a very funny show called Kill or Die Comedy Night. So I got all new material. 
I'm going to be trying out down there. So we'll Good for you. Now, I heard that Camp Cataract, which is located on Queen Street, Niagara Falls, I heard they've got killer pizza. They do have very good pizza, very good pizza. Like, really good. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to have shop. to try it. I might have to try that tonight, too. Are they open for lunch? One last question here. If someone wants to check you out online, yep. what, what would you recommend as your, your best clip? And that being said, I got I got Best clip? I heard it. I'd, I'd maybe go to davidgreencomedy.com is my website and okay. then there's a link to all of my places you can find my TikTok on there my YouTube on there my Facebook okay. I've been posting a lot of clips on my Facebook uh, fan page right now so it's not my personal Facebook page but David Green Comedian you can find something posting a bunch of clips on there now, I noticed on your Facebook, uh, it, the background music was from Road Waves, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know those? Yeah, guys? yeah, yeah. Good They're friends. Yeah, yeah. Guys. They, uh, yeah. G Sharp, the, the the lead singer, guitar player, would be a cool guy to have on your. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to okay. get quick. They're Can you put to us together? Cool. I, 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 you will. Yeah, I don't know him that well, but I know him. But you could reach out. I definitely will. Yeah. yeah who yeah, else? Really do you, cool. Who else do you think would be a good candidate for my? Podcast where I uh, Mel Monaco would be cool. She yes, cool I met on. Mel. Yeah, uh-huh. she came to the Dog Academy once to do a little clip with me. Nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, Levi Mann's always entertaining. Okay, uh, good. Joel Van Vliet, who hosts the Camp Cataract show, he's always a very talented, very entertaining guy. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. David, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, Unleashed. Uh, always a pleasure having you around me. You are a breath of fresh air, David Green. Thanks, buddy. It was fun. Yeah, uh, Mike, tell the audience where they can find you and tell them where your store is. Well, uh, Reptile Kingdom is located on Highway 20. We have a retail location there. It's like a specialty reptile store. Uh, We are also quite active in doing educational shows. Uh, Today we're at a... um, uh, Christian Life Assembly Church in Port Colborne doing a, they got a kids club going on. Tomorrow we're at the, the Centennial Branch Library in Fort Erie at 2 p.m. Uh, that's open to the public if people want to check us out at one of our live reptile shows. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can even find us at Dave uh, McMahon's Training Academy with some reptiles uh, this evening. Uh, where it wouldn't be open to the public, but uh, yeah. we do a little merger there, some dog desensitization what would you call that dog? yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, desensitization and acclimatize the dogs to the distraction stimuli of snakes and many other reptiles and uh, the idea is to get these dogs bomb proof so that nothing fizzes on them that's right yeah yeah well it's always a pleasure to be on the the show as your uh once in a while co-host here yeah mike london always a pleasure having you hang around me all right that's it we're out of here enjoy your day hope you have a doggone awesome day see you later everybody bye bye